0: Unlock the full potential with your business with leadershipity. Our proven strategies have fueled growth for countless organizations. Ready to elevate your leadership and scale your success? Book your free 15-minute consultation now. Click the link in the show notes below and let's make your business soar. Special today, Rob. I'm offering it up. Special today. If you DM me with nil for you, nil 4 U. I should probably put that in nil for u uh, are the name of our podcast if you dm me on any social platform whether it's on aim whether it's on Trent m clark whether it's on leadershipity whatever platform and you hit me on nil you, i will send you a code and get you a solid discount on education for nil so happy to do that <laughs>
1: Welcome to NIL For You. I'm Rob Finkelstein. I'm the founder and CEO of Alumni Direct, where we created a platform for athletes and other alumni to network and connect through their affinity groups. We also have a podcast, Athletes, Entrepreneurs, the Alumni Journey, where we talk about athletes' out of sports. But more importantly, on this whole topic of NIL, I'm so excited all the time to have my great co-host,
0: Trent Clark. Hey, everybody. Trent Clark, CEO of Leadershipity and Athlete Influencer Marketing. Thrilled to be here, Rob, man. Always good to talk some NIL shop, man. We've been working hard on some of the education stuff through AIM. And man, it is a crazy time. In fact, for those who hang, I'll give a little break here for the NIL for you. I'll give a little discount at the end if people want to get on and look at some NIL education.
1: That's uh, going to be great. I love those uh, tips for Trent. Uh, that's going to be one of our new segments here. So uh, as Trent said, it, it's all about education. And one of the things we talk about on our a lot of our shows is uh, NIL for Good. And it's it's such an important topic. I mean, people are so focused and concentrated on all the large dollars that are going out. But it's good to see athletes giving back. And, and, and we kind of look back, and as this new uh, school year started, we wanted to reflect back on some of the stories from last year on just what these athletes are doing in the NIL for Good. So we're going to bring them up and and kind of go through uh, some stories that uh, you might like to hear.
0: Yeah, this is uh, some incredible stuff, Rob. I'm just seeing just some amazing things that are going on in the NIL for Good. And I love looking back as a new season starts kind of for everybody in 2023. And we're into this new campaign. Man, some real all-stars last year. So let's dig into it a little bit.
1: Yeah, uh so the first one here we're going to talk about the uh, Oklahoma quarterback uh Nick Evers and sending NIL money to Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh which is uh something that's critical. People always talk about the Make-A-Wish Foundation. It's nice to see him giving some money towards this through his NIL. Can you talk a little bit
0: about that? Yeah, I mean, you know, this is this is cool like Nick Evers over at Oklahoma is is said like, "Hey man, I'm going to donate some of my NIL money and like no better cause than the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Like, what a fabulous group. They do amazing things and uh, are just have been a long-standing charitable organization for terminal, mostly children. And uh, I've done a number of things with them in my career in pro sports. And they just first class the entire way. And what an opportunity they provide children and families, really. It's a big part of the family. They involve everybody. So for a guy like Nick Evers, who's coming in, he's a young dude. And he's like, "Man, I'm committed to this, and so really cool to see and I think you know stuff like that, Rob is endearing to the fans, right? It's not about hey, I need more millions and grab and, and like a money grab out of the out of your quarterback who's already a high profile position, but pretty cool for me to see a kid in a high quality nationally you know front runner program that's uh really just giving back,
1: yeah, and I mean it's you know, it's, you talk about athletes and their skill sets and you know, especially quarterbacks being leaders. Uh, hopefully, this is something that he's leading by example, not only for his uh, other teammates, but just for other athletes around the country. Yeah.
0: Yeah, just uh, that's, crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, this is kind of interesting when I saw this one is that as we go through this, quite a few offense alignments. So people, I think, always think about the, the skill players as being the ones that are getting the NIL money, but it's other people as well. So this one is uh offensive lineman, uh, Tyler Lindebaum uh, donated $30,000 to the university of Iowa's uh, children's hospital. And again, just something like the last one, just talking about kids, and how important they are. So uh, uh talk a little bit about um, your thoughts
0: on Tyler. Well, first of all, I mean, the first thing I noticed about this, this picture here with Tyler is his parents are flanking him. Like, right. Like this is, this is what it's about as a parent. I mean, you get these kids, they've been doing this thing their whole life. Now they got this opportunity and they run in and say, hey man, I want to I wanna do this thing for kids and what a fabulous deal, man. I mean, that was just so impressive what Tyler's done there and $30,000, man, that's a big check. It is. Yeah, I'm not sure
1: how he was getting the NIO money, but just again, to give it to a cause like that, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, so cool. Uh, so this next one, again, we're, we'll continue the theme of, uh, of linemen. And uh, this one we were talking a little bit about before. So uh, Dylan Gibbons from FSU gave to a, a GoFundMe. And, um, you know, trying to know you were looking about uh, this before, and it says um, they've raised more than $150,000 today. Can you talk a little about your thoughts on Dylan and some of the great things he's doing?
0: Yeah, like Dylan's super impressed with this kid, man. Like, first of all, Like you go and he's not a kid, by the way, like Dylan is a graduate of Notre Dame. He played at Notre Dame first and uh, now he's finishing and getting his master's, I think his MBA at Florida State. So this is a sharp kid, man. And so, you know, when I look at like guys like Dylan, you know, and and I'm telling parents out there like this kid, I mean, you tell me, Rob, this guy comes into your organization says, hey, I'd love to work for alumni direct." I played ball at Notre Dame, I got my eligibility, transferred my last year of eligibility to Florida State, got an MBA, helped a kid raise $150,000. It was a much needed family. Uh, this is why I balanced all my time. And you're like hired. <laughs> like I mean, yes. what, what yes. this kid hasn't done? Like, you're, like, he's not gonna add value to my organization? I mean, for parents out there who understand this, this NIL thing is creating great opportunities For a young guy like Dylan to use his skill sets of customer service, fundraising, sales, clearly branding and promotion for the GoFundMe, I mean, he's just done a great job and couldn't be for a better cause. And man, for a kid who's just going out there trying to get ahead from what he learned from sports, I think he's doing it. Dylan's my poster child right now for, for just awesomeness. For sure, and, and just to you know, like a side note, like because I've
1: mentioned a couple of these guys is offensive linemen I mean, you know, what's your take on that? I mean, it seems like you know everybody always was enamored by the, you know, like I said, the skill set players, the quarterbacks, the running backs, yeah. wide receivers, the star basketball players. So it shows you there is opportunities out there. Maybe talk a little about that. What you're seeing there.
0: Yeah, like this is one of the things that is a very interesting deal, right? This has really changed the view. And we're going to talk more a little bit about some fun offensive line NIL deal that just came up. But, you know, I saw that the value in the NFL now is these teams now are putting like franchise player on offensive linemen, not quarterbacks, not receivers. You know, I mean, this is changing the game because they're realizing the value of the fundamentals are so important. And, this is a fun deal man. We've got a, a lot of big athletes and I think it's the offensive linemen's been like the overlooked person forever, right? Like they're like the big teddy bear guys. They're like these huge men who are keeping like the wolves at bay. Like the defensive linemen are like, "Oh man, the aggressors, they're coming at you." And the offensive lineman has always been the protectors. And I think this probably started with some awareness around the blind side movie, right? Where you've got an offensive tackle who's, who's like, Hey, this is a kid who has an understanding of protection. And man, you know, we've talked about it forever about guarding these high quality athletes like Peyton Manning and goat, of course, who just retired. But, you know, you don't want to put a guy who looks like me on left tackle responsible for protecting Tom Brady. Like this is not a way to protect the franchise. Right? So, When we talk about putting people in the right position, which is so important for organizations, these offensive linemen are, I mean, they are diving into so much about these kids. They're competitive, their emotional balance, their ability to get work done, their attention to detail. There's a lot going on in a game and an offensive lineman is in a very highly cerebral position. And People don't understand what's going on. And now they're coming and becoming very aware of it. And the values are changing, right? I mean, we're seeing athletes who are retiring with $150 million as offensive linemen. Like that they are making big contracts. So so people have come to recognize the value. So that's probably really great and probably really pisses off a bunch of players from the 1970s. <laughs>
1: I'm sure it does. Uh, you know, they, they kind of wait. Well, it's like everything. I mean, just like we we joke around about, uh, I guess, that back in the day, boosters were, uh, were NIL back then. Uh, so yeah. it's uh, that now these these people are getting the opportunities. I guess the main point out of that, too, is to say that you know, here's these uh, linemen getting the opportunity to get this NIL money that wasn't open to them in the past. And like you said, some of these other guys that, you know, the running backs of the world are like saying, wow, you know, look at what's happening here. So uh, let's, let's go to this, uh, this next story here. This is something that's good. I mean, this Michigan running back, uh, Blake Corum, he created a fund to provide uniforms for underprivileged kids. And, and you go around like all throughout you know, the U.S., around the world, there's a lot of areas where kids just don't have the opportunity to play sports or they just don't have the equipment or the uniform. So, you know, to talk a little about what you see here, what uh, Blake's
0: doing. Blake is just an incredible kid, man. I have been so impressed with this kid from the word go. I actually saw the original series. I don't know if it was on Netflix or Prime or what it was on about following his high school and how they built their high school back up from a school that was near closing, a little small Catholic school. And man, they like, we just just really brought the school back through one critical donor who helped build a program football program that was so good that the state wanted them to stop competing interscholastically. They said, you just need to go to the national level and play because they were beating teams up so bad. And Blake, who was not an underprivileged kid, but a farm kid, he had come over to the school because of the opportunity that what the school offered from the football program. So, you know, there's a kid who's been in the limelight of like, featured TV and cameras following around since he's been 16 years old and he's just done so much with it, man. Like this, where he's providing uniforms for underprivileged youth. He has a massive, uh, which I think is now in its third year, maybe where he's going to be doing this Thanksgiving, where he gives turkeys to needy families and meals at Thanksgiving. I mean, this kid is just making stuff happen, man. I mean, again, this is another guy who's a fabulous player and i don't know what his future holds nfl and all that good stuff he's certainly a highly touted you know collegiate player but you know wherever this kid goes like this kid ever wants a job like like you just call me i have a job for you man i'm telling you right now i don't care if this kid has any of the skill sets i believe in my heart that this kid is such a good kid with character and a hard worker that whatever skill I have on, Blake Corum will learn it, figure it out, and and make it better than anyone's ever had done it before. So, like, this is the special things that we see in these kids. And, man, Corum has really separated himself from everybody else. And and I think it's really good because, uh, you know, I I think Michigan needs a Blake Corum type of kid. I think Michigan gets a a real reputation for kind of ego and arrogance. And, you know, here's an all-star kid who's just doing a ton of give back and the brand is so recognizable. He's making it such a level of that NIL for good. Like he's, uh, he's really providing a model for any kid who wants to do something really well for others.
1: That's great. So, you know, you heard it here, Blake. he's going to, uh, Trent's uh, ready to hire you. So whether it's, yes. uh, after your Michigan career, or if you're yes. uh, fortunate to play in the NFL, uh, come on and, and you can help a lot of other, uh, a lot of other athletes learn, learn, a lot of things, not only in your, uh, your transition out of sports ultimately, but just, uh, just that spirit of giving that you have. So, um, the, the next one we're going to talk about here is, uh, you know, another, uh, looks like another lineman. Uh, we're talking here about, uh, Harry Miller from Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, and donating to uh, Nicaraguan children. So here he's taking, uh, he's, donating uh, donated $10,000 to different charities there to help them out there. So he's taking it beyond the borders. Um, Talk a little bit about that trend and kind of what you're seeing in that trend of helping other countries as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, Harry, I didn't read this whole article. I would have liked to. But, you know, my kids went on mission trips when they were young and to other countries to assist. You know, we have so many people in America who do Houses for Humanity and all sorts of different good projects around the world and both, you know, domestically too. And I think this is just a, a young man who saw a real need out there and said, hey, I can do something about it. And this is the thing that impresses me, Rob, is it's just a kid saying, I will. You know, hey, there's a need. You know what? I will do something about that. And these young kids who figure out, I will do the hard job. I will take out the trash. I will do the extra work to get the project done. I will, I will, I will donate some of my money to these Nicaraguan children. Like, it's just kids stepping up. And uh, man, and you know, Ohio State's led the NIL from the early stage. They were absolutely July 1, hit the ground running early adopters in 2021. And people have looked at them as a model of the NIL and they really invested in staff to make it happen. And I know many of the kids, and I'm sure it's a great recruiting tool because if you look at the schools across the board, you know, Ohio State and LSU are really leading the charge from a public image of NIL.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, it's amazing what these kids are doing. And you kind of, you segue nice into this one, which I, I really like this story. LSU tight end Jack Bash uh, donating to uh, NIL Funds uh, to Dreams Come True Foundation, which is kind of similar to Make-A-Wish Foundation. But what he yep. did is uh, there was a, a local Louisiana athlete high school player who uh, ended up losing his leg, and he was on the track where, you know, he always wanted to play football. His his dream was to play at LSU. And so here you come and you've got Jack takes this kid and just, he gives him a tour of the campus and gives him that, that total experience. And and what, what they said, uh, you know, when they were interviewing him, is that he just wanted this, uh, this kid to feel what it would have been like if he could have played at LSU. And yeah, that's awesome. And it's awesome to see somebody care like that. And and not only to just, you know, giving money, it's more about giving his time and taking this kid around. Yeah,
0: man, you know, Jack, like special kid, obviously, who, you know, it's it's really cool for a kid to put himself in someone else's position at that age, right? Like usually these kids get a bad rap, like it's all me, me, I, I, and you see the kid pounding his chest after a touchdown or, you know, th- flipping the bat after a home run. and it's happening at all levels. I get it. But at the same time, here's a kid who's absolutely willing to put himself in the lens of another kid and give back. And man, you can't, you can't beat a kid's heart for that. Like, that's just incredible. And uh, again, yeah, Jack, you got a job here too. (laughs) Like You know, like, I love it, man. These kids, they're they're just bringing it, man. They're bringing their best. Jack, we're, we're
1: going to be funny, over,
0: man. It's all, all these people. we got yeah. but for Let's this. stay with LSU for a second because, I mean, like LSU, I mean, come on. Like, it's incredible what's going on down there. You got Olivia Dunn. who's just making millions. The former basketball player, mm-hmm. she just uh, set it on fire at March Madness. She continues to just do things that are just incredible. I know Jason Taylor's son plays there, and I think Jason Taylor's son plays there, doesn't he? Is he at LSU? Uh-huh. I might be wrong. Yeah, I may be wrong. He's in one of the SEC schools down there. I may be wrong. So now you got Jack and I mean, you know, I think it's going to become a recruiting tool for LSU. I mean, you don't have to be the prime position kid to get a big role and and get some NIL and then also so many opportunities making it happen. So cool for Jack to just show out again for uh LSU and love how they use the colors of LSU and how they how they're doing this right.
1: Yeah, no, I for sure, and it's. I think you you mentioned it before too. You, you're right. I think it it can be a, a really good recruiting tool. Is that for you know if I've got a high school athlete, you know, as a parent and looking at where they can go, and if they're fortunate to be in that space where they could get some nil money, and they have these different choices, looking at schools like LSU and, and seeing programs like this and what these kids are doing, I think it, it definitely can help these schools out. So we're gonna do one more story here, and then we're gonna kind of switch gears, but. I kind of like this one, Um, the Texas quarterback here, Casey Thompson. We talked a little bit offline about this. Uh, Casey has competition on both sides of the quarterback there in Texas, Uh, but he's a humble guy enough to see uh, going on Cameo, and and we hear a lot of people talking about Cameo and different celebrities going on there, but he's using his Cameo money to give back to NIL. Um, Yeah, Talk about that platform there, uh, Trent, and what he's doing through social media.
0: Yeah, such a cool deal. Like, so he's like uh, literally doing some video work and then he's selling the videos for a full 100% donation, right? For no kids go hungry. So, Texas quarterback, obviously just the land of quarterbacks down in Texas, right? So, he's no different here. And uh, Casey's just an incredible player and going to have all sorts of opportunity in his career and option, but starting at a very young age to uh, give back and you know, again, I think it's probably whether he experienced this himself or was close to it, near to it. I think this is what becomes on kids' hearts. Like, man, when I get a chance to do something that makes a difference, you know, I can recall seeing a friend or I myself may have gone through this and it's challenging, man. And so when you see someone who's willing to step up, another kid that just says, hey, Casey Thompson, I will. I will do something that makes a difference. and so. You just got to love these kids who say, I will, man. It's just, uh, it's really impressive, Rob.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I Kudos to all these athletes. They're doing a great job. And again, like we said, we kind of highlighted, uh, these are some of the things that these athletes did last year and really excited to see some of the new things that come up through NIL for Good. But now we're going to kind of switch gears a little bit and, and talk about creativity. So this is something uh Trent and I were talking about last week. I was like, it kind of blew our minds here. But Tell us this story here of, of what we're seeing on screen here about
0: these players from Iowa State, was it? Yeah, it was Iowa State. Yeah, I, I just love this story, man. This was the kind of the featured story. And this is by, you know, the, a creative NIL deal it comes to Iowa State Cyclones, right? Miles Purchase, Tyler Moore, Tommy Heyman, Caleb Bacon. Four players on the team. And it really wasn't about their position, right? It turns out it was really as they partnered with the Iowa. Pork producers and the pork industry to promote the brand. They got these four kids, right? Purchase more ham and bacon. I mean, I love it, right? Purchase more ham and bacon. I mean, these four kids, this has got to be just awesome. This is just blowing up the social media, right? It is just, it's absolutely insane how much attention this is getting. I think I saw something on this, it in someone had posted it. And it had like 500,000 hits already. Right? Wow. <laughs> how cool it was, right? So you're seeing like a creative thing. And and listen, hats off to the Iowa pork producers, right? Let's get creative on how we can help these kids out at school. You know, these kids are going to get paid and compensated to be uh, hold a position. I love the idea we're not just going for quarterbacks or the swim team or whatever. You know, the sports are cool because... You got names on the back and you can do a lot of fun with it, right? I've seen a couple different special NIL deals based on the names of the person, right? And you know, I know uh former Texas running back, Bijan, right? He did a Bijan mustard, which I thought was really cool, you know, kind of running off the Dijon and the brand. And so you're seeing some really fun and creative things. And man, this is just uh such a great give back. And Iowa, you know, farm country, known for it you know, Iowa State Cyclones, great football team. And as you get four kids that may have not had a chance and clearly they were not interested in these kids' touchdowns or tackles or, you know, what position they played. So was just simple name branding, fun, and what a give back for the kids.
1: Uh, absolutely. And, it, you know, it's interesting. I wonder, do you think that was from somebody from their marketing department or do you think that's some agency that's going to kind of start blowing it up?
0: You know, it's a really good question, right, Rob? Like, you know, you own Alumni Direct and you see these folks and, you know, what I'd like to see more of in this NIL is is this integration of the former players, the former university grads, getting involved with their sports, getting involved to support their teams. And it doesn't have to be, you know, the big team, the the team that averages up 75,000 attendees, you know, support the women's field hockey program support the swim teams, because there's so much fun NIL stuff you can do, right? And the more creative, the better. I think it just, uh, it's going to just keep getting better. I'll tell you, the one thing that I compare it to, and I talk a lot about this in business is I don't partake in the cannabis industry. But I will tell one thing about the cannabis industry is that they are super creative, man. <laughs> the advertisers, the billboards I see, I'm like, dang, man. That are super creative. <laughs> like, I don't really want to partake in their brands and their products, but I do just love the marketing. And so I think this is what NIL is going to change a little bit. I think people are going to really see like, wow, this, we could really have a lot of fun. You know what? The more creative, the better. I don't know how much the pork producers were banking on this thing, but just the media attention this is getting alone. It's got to be pretty good.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, you would think, you know, no way they don't have any kind of budget, but this would be like one of these like Super Bowl kind of moments, you know, the Super Bowl commercials. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they could definitely ask the phone with that. So um, now we're going to talk about, um, we talked, like I said, in the, the start of the show, but, uh, but Trent's tips. And, and Trent's an expert uh, in the field of NIL, field of entrepreneurship, a lot of different things. I mean, you definitely have to tap into the things he's doing. But uh, we want to talk about how kids create social value through their network. And uh, this is something I think is a a really hot topic. So um, maybe talk more about that, Trent, and give that Trent tip.
0: Yeah. So for kids out there who are joining or going to be in college sports and have an opportunity for this name image likeness opportunity, one of the critical things is that social media is like 82% of all the deals, right? So there's certainly a parent stuff, there's a lot of other things. You can be doing commercials and other things in that category. But primarily, when we're thinking four out of five things are starting with your social. So there's a ton of engagement at the collegiate level and the sports level. In fact, four to five times what the normal influencer engagement is. So that's a big deal for athletes because when we talk about athletes, that means you don't need 500,000 followers that one of these influencers have to start doing big deals, 100,000 can produce the same amount of engagement with your personnel. And that's what marketers are going to be looking for. How engaged is your audience? So for people who want to consider, hey, I'd like to do some NIL, they have to consider being very forthright with their social. And they can choose where they want to be as far as Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all sorts of different options, right? So at the end of the day, at AIM we really try to instruct kids on is speak to three or four categories that you really have a passion for. Because being authentic on social is a big deal. And you want to talk about stuff that you're creating expertise in. So as athletes, that's very easy to pick your sport because you're an expert at your sport. If you were a division one athlete, or you have been playing college sports for four years at Division three. you become an expert in basketball, in diving, in whatever sport you're doing, because you've practiced so much. So there are brands that want to support experts. And you can do product reviews as an expert in that sport. You can do all sorts of things and talk about your sport and brands that serve your sport. In fact, the more niche your sport is, the better. Because, you know, when you're a lacrosse player, there's a bunch of lacrosse brands that they'd like to support lacrosse players. We're going to go out there and get all the youth programs that are following these athletes. They want to follow these kids because, hey, I want to be a great lacrosse player at Maryland one day and play for one of the top schools. And so that's a great place. The second area I typically lean on is what are you studying? What are you going for in school? If if marketing's your major, talk about marketing. If If accounting's your major, you're going to have to really get creative. But talk about accounting tips. Like talk about things because you're going to attract people in accounting circles and that may lead to job. After you get done with university and you're off into the real world, wouldn't it be great if you had an NIL deal with KPMG and all of a sudden you know the chief marketing officer at KPMG. I mean, these are things that lead into roles and jobs for athletes. The third one that's probably low-hanging fruit is fitness, because athletes have to be in shape. I mean, they do so much training. That's another easy road to potentially participate in. But really, that fourth area is really any kind of area that you have a passion for. That can be church, that can be missions, that can be an organization that you've been a member of. Hobbies are fabulous, right? Like if you're a drone person and love flying drones and do video, you're a videographer on the side. I love doing film and pictures, uh, photography. I love fashion. Whatever you're doing in that area, such an area that you can list out of posts. So at NIL, at Aim for NIL, we do a lot of work in the academy on hey list these areas these four areas that you really want to center on and list every brand that you've ever seen in that space and get as micro as you can especially localized brands that you know or that you've been you've used their products you love their products already so if you use oakley sunglasses like and that's your brand and you've been buying them for 7 years why aren't you talking to Oakley or a brand of sunglasses that you think you could support? I mean, those are big deals. And so after that, we have them categorically think about creative posts in each category, fun things they could do, kind of like the pork producers did here. How could we have some fun and create some fun things? People want to see the day in the life. They want to see dances they want to see you having fun and mixing it up creative stuff creates value in the nil space the more creative typically the more eyes right so definitely want to see that and man i just think that if you don't get that right it's a real opportunity that's burning
1: yeah, and and the, the one other thought that comes to mind and, and i talk about this a lot on my other podcasts is kind of talk about you know, from this whole social media presence and everything they're doing, the creativity and all that, but just to also be guarded in the type of information they're putting out because, uh, you know, they could be doing this great campaign and all that, just really doing all these wonderful things and then just one sidestep of, of something they did on social media that might not have been the right thing. I mean, I think people are a little more in tune now to watching what they do, but maybe give some quick tips on that too.
0: Yeah, really being conscious of, Hey, while it seems funny to us guys, (laughs) right? Reviewing that tape, sending anything that you want over to your grandmother or your mother to say, "Hey, what do you think?" Like, getting the approval of some people is always a good idea on social media. Your reputation is on the line. You know, some of the risque stuff does have some notable, but as an athlete, you better be aware that it can be pretty negative too. So. You have to think pretty hard about that, about how I'm going to do that and the perception. So, there's a lot of takes that we've had that have been super funny that probably don't always make it to final, final post, right? And so, sometimes, you know, what's fun too is the outtake stuff as you're trying to do it, right? Those are sometimes that are some of the funniest stuff as you're trying to create something fun and. You know, make the jump as you're doing some sledding and you're trying to jump over a brand and blah, 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 and have some fun. Well, the outtakes of everyone screwing it up and falling off the ramp and everything else, and everyone falling off the sled, those are part of the fun that you're just having it. You know, I think the more you can get creative with it, the better. I do think there's boundaries, and I think it's really important. There's a lot of boundaries for the NCAA. You're not promoting alcohol, cannabis, gambling. There's just things you're not going to be able to do, alcohol, obviously. So you're also not allowed to brand in your gear. That's not allowed. So you're not representing the university and your, all your gear with a product in your hand. And of course, that can all be learned here on the aimfornil.podia.com. That is our online platform for learning. And special today, Rob, I'm offering it up special today. If you DM me with nil for you, nil for you. I should probably put that in NIL for you are uh, the name of our podcast. If you DM me on any social platform, whether it's on AIM, whether it's on Trent M Clark, whether it's on Leadershipity, whatever platform and you hit me on NIL for you, I will send you a code and get you a solid discount on education for NIL. So happy to do that.
1: There you go. Well, th- this wraps up another great show and, uh, as we've talked about, we, we want to continue to provide information on all things happening in NIL. And really, the more important thing to us is all about the education side. You'll see a lot of that and, and the NIL for good. All, all great topics. Uh, any
0: parting words, Trent? No, I'm thrilled to be here as always. Great show. Love reviewing all the things that these young athletes are doing to produce value. And NIL for good. Little shout out to the Sports Philanthropy Network and NIL for good because they're always on the front line and doing great things.
1: Absolutely. Well, thanks, everybody. We look forward to seeing you next time.